Hey y'all, welcome to episode 68 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. Now that school has started and those of us who live in Texas are praying for the good Lord to send us something below triple digit temperatures, I thought it would be a good time for a summer movie review. My friend Todd and I are moviegoers and in this episode we discuss our latest greatest favorites. Some are still in theaters so you have time to go see them and others are well on their way to a digital renting platform because they were terrible. I'm looking at you a wrinkle in time. Full disclosure, I do not blame the very handsome Chris Pine for this bad movie. You, Chris Pine, can do no wrong. Call me. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm here with my friend Todd and fellow movie goer and movie pass person who is really upset right now. Todd, Mm. tell everybody what happened. For those of you who don't know, Todd and I drank the movie pass Kool-Aid, and that's the little credit card that you get where you can go to the movies as much as you want for $10 a month. So they said, and it worked great for like, what, four months? Yeah, for four months. And we all knew that it wasn't going to last, but just like, you know, it hurts when it really doesn't. And then today, it's the way that it's unraveling is what's so annoying. Mm -hmm. For example, what'd you do today? For example, this morning I was like, I want to go see a movie today. And so I looked to see what was playing and I saw Christopher Robin was going to be playing at 11 o'clock. Yep. I think I was looking at like eight o'clock this morning. Planning oh, yeah. out. My- yeah. Then about 10 o'clock, I go to look and see. I couldn't remember which theater it was, so I was trying to find it. And it was gone. Yeah. It's gone. From that theater, it wasn't even an option anymore. Within the span of two hours, <sighs> gone. And it's not like a Christopher Robin is some. I mean, it is. It's done very well and it's very popular, but it came out, what, like a month ago? Yeah. It's not like you're trying to see something that is really big and popular and, oh, that's so frustrating. At, yeah, at 11 o'clock when school yeah. is, it, like, who's going to see this movie at 11? Other than, you know, a Moms 42-year-old Moms with children, man. yeah. <laughs> and you. It's not weird. It's, it's not, not weird. At all. It's but fun. then there was the time that you and I, we, I went, what did I get in? I got in and then you were right behind me and didn't. Well, yeah. Was that Incredibles 2? I think it was because you so, cause for those of you who don't know you have to have your phone and you have to be at the movie theater so i am there and it was todd's idea to go i'm like yeah and so i, <laughs> I click it and i buy my ticket and he gets in and he says it's not an option it's, it's, and so then i asked the person hey is incredibles too full and they're like no like 10 people and i'm like what in the so yeah. todd bucked the system and bought a ticket for something else and then walked into incredibles too We'll probably talk about it in a little bit. A movie that I knew I would not see. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Because that's the other thing about Movie Pass, <laughs> which I get this. You can't see the same movie twice. Yes. And you take pictures of your ticket. Right. Which I think they've done away with that anyway. Yes. But movie- we right. have both decided that after this month, because we've already paid our, our next 30 days, we're both, we're not doing it anymore. It's the beauty of the capitalist society we live in. There are other... <laughs> options that are springing up all over so yeah bye 
fast. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that AMC credit card sliding right down in that movie pass section of my wallet. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do in this podcast is talk about our summer movie reviews and how we're going to do this because Todd and I both did have movie pass and we did see a whole lot of movies. I went to Box Office Mojo's website and I just looked to see what the top 15 movies were for 2018. And lo and behold, we had seen the majority of them. So I'm just going to tick down the list again, top 15 movies from 2018 and just talk about what we saw and if we would recommend it to the audience for you to either see on an airplane or on demand or if you want to rent it off of whatever digital service you use, we'll give you our recommendations as someone who goes and sees all of the mainstream popular teeny bopper dance kid movies, that's me, <laughs> and Todd who sees things that will probably end up on some Oscar list sometimes. <laughs> and he goes and sees the stuff with me because I drag him, but you know, the Oscar movies that make you think that's Todd. So here we go. Here, just real quick. Did you hear that they're trying to add a new category for the Oscars? Yes. What is most, it like? Um, most popular movie. Which is so random. Well, I mean, right. How do you, but I understand what they're saying because things like the number one movie right now in 2018 is Black Panther. Right. And that's a Marvel movie. There's no way a Marvel movie is ever going to win an Academy Award. Yep. So I think it's smart that they're doing that. And it's just a little bit more public, mainstream, regular Joe who doesn't go see the artsy films. I mean, nowadays, for the Oscars, I probably, the past few years, have seen one or two that have been in the lineup. And those are the ones that are La La Land and Coco, the Disney film that's up <laughs> right. for soundtrack or something. So I think it's going to help me. With yeah. the Oscar, well, you're, a little I was bit more. See your your teeny bopper, uh, maybe Pitch Perfect might make it. You never, I mean, although Black Panther is going to sweep it this year if it's allowed to get in, but yes, you never know. I have high hopes for 2019 Mary Poppins. Anyway, uh, the number one movie right now is Black Panther. It has made $700 million so far uh since it came out in March or February, one of those. And we already talked um, at length about Black Panther because we had already seen it when we did our last movie review for the spring because it's considered like a spring break movie and not a summer blockbuster so we both saw it you would set you would recommend it correct todd oh 100 percent. yes fantastic yeah loved it um number two avengers that's on infinity war that's on your list it has made 678 million dollars todd would you recommend it highly would recommend it yes i know there's been a little bit of some people are upset about it Mm-hmm. We won't give away any spoilers or anything like that, but I would recommend it because it kind of ties in a lot of things. It brings all the, not all the stories, but it does bring the stories together and you kind of see where all these Marvel movies have been, especially like the Easter egg scenes at the ends Yes, of, of each of them. You see, oh, this is what they've been driving towards. 
Now, I have had people ask me, because I did um, an entire podcast on the Avengers, and I've had people ask me, do I have to see all of the other Avenger movies to under, or even all of the other Marvel movies to understand what's going on? How would you answer that question? I would say you don't have to, but you're going to appreciate it mm-hmm. more. So it's going to, it's just going to um, mean a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can totally, it's still an entertaining movie, True. whether you know all the backstories or not. True. Now, moving forward, would you say, hey, you need to watch Avengers Infinity War before you see any of the Marvel movies coming out? Yes, based on what we're hearing Mm -hmm. of what how Infinity War ended and what's going to happen in these future movies. Yeah, I think there's going to be some uh, some definite overlap there. and You're going to want to see it before you see the next Black Panther, for example. Yes. Okay. great. Um, So we both give that two thumbs up. Absolutely. The number three is Incredibles 2 is the number three highest grossing movie of 2018 (laughs) with 595 million. Todd, how would you react to that? I'm a little surprised. (laughs) The first two I'm not surprised by. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Incredibles 2 was fine. It was good. It was entertaining. My question is, did we have some sort of little kid movie drought or entire family fun drought that made it just where the parents are, oh, finally, Incredibles 2? Because it's yeah. not like these children know Incredibles unless their parents introduced them to Incredibles because it had been, what, 10 years since yeah. the other one had had debuted? It was It was fascinating to me. And I loved... I will say Edna Mode and the squirrel and Jack Jack made the movie for me. For sure. sure. Now I will also say that my friend Jill, who has four kids, who was one of these families that everybody went and they saw Incredibles. She had a little bit of problem and she's not, you know, Jill, she's not kind of prude or whiny in any way, but the incredible Mrs. Incredible and this other lady that's introduced in this one were drinking cocktails and for some reason, it didn't bother her, but she remembers thinking, huh, the cartoons are drinking cocktails. I don't know why that's a, why. Did you, even, did you even notice it? I did not. I didn't notice <laughs> because it also she could, I mean, if the kid is like, mama, what's bourbon? You know, the, they don't say that they're drinking a cocktail. It could easily be tea or whatever it was, brown liquid. But I, I remember her thinking, that's weird for a a. a a Pixar G-rated movie to have adults drinking. And then the other thing that there was, um, I think there might've been a what the hell or something that, that somebody said a curse word. And she's like, yeah, they've heard what the hell in my household before. I'm sure. (laughs) But I, the whole time she kept thinking, this is strange. That was a, that was a strange choice to make. Like you didn't have to say, what the hell in that moment. And you didn't have to have them drinking. So, um, but the Incredibles is known for this whole entire layer of serving up a different kind of nod, wink, wink storyline to the parents. And and Uh, that's where she ended up landing. I mean, her kids never asked her anything, but she did think that was an interesting. There's other ways to do that. And I think Shrek did it beautifully. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. nod, wink, wink to the, to the adults in the room, but nothing that was, super shady or well anyway 
drinking cocktails isn't shady, but I can see that where a parent may not want to have to answer that question. Exactly. And we both thought, great movie. Have no clue why it's number three. No clue. No No. clue. (laughs) Um, Number four, I have a clue on this one, 412 million, Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. World domination or whatever it's called. I don't remember. It's got a little tagline. Um, We saw this together, right? Yep. And I think I spoke to the screen more often than I have spoken to any other screen in probably the past five years where I was, it was, it was was like one of those teen. I know what you did last summer horror movies where you're going, don't go in the room. You're going to die. What, what are you doing going into the cage? The dinosaur is not dead. What are you doing? I feel like I said that with other members of the audience. And that made the experience. I'm so sorry for people who hate that. And I probably hate that to an extent. But it made the experience so much funnier to me. That everybody was going, oh, this ain't going to end up good. No. mm -mm, No. And I think my head was in my hands or inside my shirt. 20% 20% of the time, because I don't like things that jump out. And yeah. that that's what this is. It was definitely jumpier and uh, ah, scarier is probably not the right word. Mm-hmm. But there were more of those scenes than the others. And honestly, I don't really remember the others. I remember the original one. Yeah. I haven't really paid attention to the other ones too much, except the one right before this one. I yeah. like that one. Yeah. And I think also the <laughs> the lovely idea of the the new dinosaur coming into the little girl's room and just like right up to her. I was like, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? Chris Pratt, will you kill this thing already? But it was, it was entertaining and I love Chris Pratt and I'm glad that they didn't put Bryce Howard in high heels. They gave her like some regular boots this go around, which was nice. I did miss um, Nick from New Girl, his character yeah. from the first one. I, I found myself wanting him there, but it was it was it was great. It was entertaining. It was everything you th- you think it would be in a in a Jurassic Park dinosaur movie. Yeah, it's nothing more, nothing less. It's just go in. You're going to see some dinosaurs. It's going to be jumpy. You're going to have to suspend disbelief, all that. A lot of blood too. A lot of graphic eating of people. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, I really, I had a friend who, I think she has a seven, eight year old. And she said, do you think? And I thought, I don't know. Because there is, and it's not like you're seeing silhouettes of it. You're seeing chomp, chomp, chomp of bones and flesh and et cetera. Yeah. Would you was, think young kids? Yes or no? No, 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 no. Definitely not young kids. Yeah. No. What would you, you know, put that age what range rated, on? I would put the age range for PG-13. I yeah. think, I think a 13 year old's. Yeah. I think fine. it's totally cool, but there's lots of blood, mm, lots of, I, lots of death and blood and eating. And then sad parts. I think I might've cried one time when a dinosaur died. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like it's left. <laughs> And here comes the lava. You're like, oh, oh, it's a brontosaurus. It's a herbivore. It's fine. Get it on the boat. Oh, it died. That was so sad. Oh, man. Okay, number five is 318 million. That's Deadpool 2. I did not see it, but you did. What did you think? Uh, It was good. I I had not seen the first one, but everyone was like, oh, it's so good, so good. 
And it was, the first one was good. I watched it, I think the night before. And immediately it, as I was watching it, texted my friend, Chris, Chris Chitwood mm -hmm. to see the second one with me and he was all for it. It is more of the same. If you saw the first one, mm -hmm. it's same, but not more of the same in a hangover way mm. where it's exactly more of the same. Um, at least I didn't think it was that way. It was just more of the crass kind of, uh, Gross. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Potty, Potty humor. humor. Yeah. Um, but but still very entertaining. But again, definitely no young kids for that one. But, uh, <laughs> Not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and so you'd only like it if you like the first one. If you like the first one, you'll definitely like the second one. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is great. He's hilarious in it. The story was good. You know, all of that. It was good. He has probably. A good soundtrack on it as well. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, he probably has, Ryan Reynolds probably has the, one of my favorite comedic timings of any mm -hmm. actor out there. He has, he knows how to pause. And the way they write him for Deadpool is, they exploit that in a I'm good sure. way. Like, sure. It's just, it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Number six, 213 million solo. Oh yeah. We both yeah, loved we it. Saw that together, right? Yes, we did. I thought it was great. Yeah, I did too. Um, it was it was entertaining. It's what you, you know, what you expect, what you think you're going to get. It's not um, probably as good, in my opinion, as the mainstream Star mm -hmm. Wars. I line. agree. I agree. I would say it does surprise me that it's number six. Yeah, a little bit. I, I didn't think that it did as well in the box office. So this must include overseas or something like that because it it, it did surprise me that it was that high. I think yeah, some other things are going to are, are probably going to pass it up that are here later on in the year. But yeah, sure. that was surprising to me. Number seven was Ant-Man and the Wasp, 209 million. We both saw that. I liked it a lot because Paul Rudd is my everything. What about you? I liked it a lot too. Paul Rudd's not my everything. Mm -hmm. but I, and I think he's similar to Ryan Reynolds. He's comedically, he's just great. And, and yes. I thought the, the story was, again, the story was good. Um, it was it was entertaining, just like any other Marvel movie. It's not going to make you think too deeply. <laughs> it's, but it's one of those, be... though, that I think you need to see Inven Avengers Affinity War before Agreed. you see this one. Because this is the first movie that came out after Infinity War. Yes. So yes. that would be my recommendation. And I, I really liked the addition of the Wasp. I thought that yeah. helped things. I did too. I didn't think I was going to. I'm not a huge fan of Evangeline Lilly, mm -hmm. um, but she's good in it. Yeah. It's that harsh bob. They got rid of that harsh bob and everything was <laughs> yeah. better. Uh, number eight. I'm very excited about this because these are my people, although I didn't see the movie because I'm a scaredy cat. 188 million is a quiet place. Oh, yeah. Now, I love John and Emily with my whole heart, but mm -hmm. not enough to go see this. Yeah, it was good. I think I uh, you you put something on about where I had seen it, and mm -hmm. I, it's it's an excellent movie. Mm. So creative. This is one. I mean, I don't think it's gonna get any Oscar nods or anything like that, but um, it definitely was creative. It was silent for I would say ninety percent of it. There was no dialogue, Gosh. and there's music, so it's not like it's you know uncomfortably weird silent. But they're not talking and. It is silent, and I, every time I would open my bottle of water, I would like I was I was a little bit afraid. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's it's really really good. I would I would 
I would not survive in the movie theater with that because I wouldn't. I'd be going. Mm, I want to say something, but I can't. <laughs> be rattling around with my gummy bears. People go shh. <laughs> <laughs> Crack open that Dr Pepper. Come on, lady. Number nine is Mission Impossible, whatever tagline, it's the latest one, $184 million, which is pretty good since it just came out. You mm-hmm. saw it. I didn't. It's still on my list, so I'm hoping to get to see it in the next couple of weeks. What did you think? Oh, it's my favorite movie of the summer, <sighs> I would say. That I, is huge. I thought it was so good, um, and it's weird, though, because, and I think I've told you this, because are we going to talk about skyscraper later? Yeah, we will. Okay. Um, I accept, I accept Mission Impossible because in the name of the movie, Impossible. Right. So I I want it to be. They're not going to be able to do this, and then they magically yes. do. And there's always the famous, you know, they rip off the mask. I love it. I love mm. all of it. Um, and Tom Cruise is great. He, you know, he's still good in that he's role, even though good. he's like 137 years old. He's yes. still so good. Um, and it's a good story. I mean, it, it's yeah. There's stuff that you're like, that's there's no way that could happen. That's the point. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I How was that I, Superman guy? Isn't he the bad guy? The Superman guy? He is the bad guy. I um, he's good in it. Okay. I mean, you, know, I, you hate his character. I don't know what's going on with the mustache. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Whatever. He's just too pretty. <laughs> They're trying to like scruff up his face a little bit, so we're not just. Oh my god. Henry Cavill, that's his name. Um, and then the sidekick people, Simon mm-hmm. Pegg, I hear, is just part of the movie that makes it as well. Like that comic, yes. that little bit of comic relief that you need. And he's perfect for that. And he's one of my favorite British actors anyway. And mm-hmm. he's just, uh, Bing Rames, you know, he's in there too. Again, providing a little bit of comic relief and stuff. It's good. Really now, good movie. Did, did you see the part? I heard that Tom Cruise actually broke his ankle and they kept it in the movie. Is there a part that that makes sense for you now that I have told you that? I don't remember. There's a, okay. see, I thought he broke a rib and there's a scene that that makes sense. Oh, so, maybe it was a rib. <laughs> I, no, I don't, I don't think, I don't know that it is. Either way, um, there are a few scenes because, you know, he does his own stunts and yes. blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. If but, it's if it's a rib, I don't know. I, I know the scene they're talking about. If it's ankle, I don't remember. I didn't notice but that. But even in the trailer, he's on a motorcycle and he slams into the side of a car and flies yeah. off the motorcycle. How yeah. do you how it's, do you stunt that? I don't know. That's crazy. That's why I'm not an actor. And you That's know why. what? Good for Tom Cruise. You know, uh-huh. I just wanna he Weird knows he what he's good at and here it is and it's number nine, and it's your top movie of the summer. Go, Tom Cruise. Just yeah. stick with it, my friend. Don't do like a Top Gun remake, though, or anything like that. Mm-mm. God um, help us if you do that. No. Oh, you know somebody's thinking of it right now. Right now. No, no. <laughs> uh, number 10 is Hotel Transylvania 3. How did you like that one, Todd? <laughs> what? Huh? What? Have you even seen hotel? I mean, have you seen one or two, Lindsay? No. <laughs> I didn't know there was a two. No. <laughs> All I know about this one is that they're on a boat. They're on a cruise ship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The high seas. It's all better right there. <laughs> it does. You know, we have the vampire. He is, you know, we see his white thunder legs. It's great. It's going to be fabulous. Everybody will love it. Um, number 11 is Oceans 8, 138 million, respectable. 
Uh, also didn't expect it to be that high, but it's Ocean's 8 was exactly what you wanted it to be and thought it would be and loved it to be. I thought Aquafina stole the show. I thought she stole the show in Crazy Rich Asians as well, so she's going to go places. But I wanted Sa- I didn't I don't love when Sandra Bullock is that straight. But um, yep. Kate Blanchett made the movie for me as well, kind of balanced her out. And of course, Mindy so, Kaling can do no wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. She, well, not regular in time. Not regular in time. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're about to talk about that. It's number 15, and I just don't understand. <laughs> she was good in Ocean's 8. But she we'll was just... great in Mindy Project in the office. And I <laughs> yeah. love her two books. Y'all should go read those instead of watching A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number 12 is Ready Player One. Neither one of us saw that one, so we can't speak to it. But that was surprising to me. Number 13 was Peter Rabbit. Neither one of us saw that one, but it was great, I'm sure. And um, number 14. Todd, you can't speak to this, which makes me sad. But um, the number 14 <laughs> movie of 2018 with $112 million in its back pocket is Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Oh, my goodness. React. <laughs> <laughs> Now, so, Pierce Brosnan oh. <laughs> doesn't sing as much as he did in the first one, which was a wise move. Yeah. Um, yeah well, I, Mar- I didn't see the first one, so I don't know. Oh, but- bless it. It's on Netflix right now. If you just want a good laugh and to go, what? Go watch it. Um, I think Pierce Brosnan was the of the first one because he is very pretty and he was great enough actor, but they made him sing a lot. It just was not good. Meryl Streep is wonderful, but I, she's not quite the singer either. She was very campy in the first one and she was um, deceased in the second one. So we didn't see much of her. Oh, okay. But the best part of Mamma Mia 2 is Cher. As the grandmother singing <laughs> Fernando, I just oh, imagine it. There was something in the air that night. The stars were bright, Fernando. There was shining down for you and me for liberty, Fernando. It was so great. I may oh, have stood up. <laughs> I really did. I may. I said. This is everything out loud in the theater. Um, the lady behind me high-fived me. Everybody cheered. I went on opening weekend, so that helped, too. You, you got the fans of Mamma Mia who just want to sing along with all of the ABBA songs. Now, that's one thing I will say. The first one had every ABBA song you love, and it was marvelous. The second one has all the kind of B-side rejects that you've never heard of. But they shove in there a few that you have, and Fernando is one of them. And it's her there was something in the hell and all stuff. Dancing Queen, do they have a bad they, somewhere? Well, they did. And mm-hmm, yeah, they did. They had Dancing Queen, Fernando, and Waterloo. Okay. And that I mean mm. That's mm, it. I, I know, I know. And all the all the other ones. Now, ABBA fans are going to write me and say, I can't believe you. Well, yeah, I'll just have ABBA gold, and that's all I go off of. So that was fine. And then number 15 is A Wrinkle in Time, which is bless its horrible 15? heart. Oh, my word. 
That's just because of all the hype, and a lot of people went to go see it, and oh my gosh, that just was not a good movie. No. I'm sorry. And Chris Pine was in it. What? That was not a good movie. I'm yeah. sorry. I know. <laughs> so what are, are, is there anything that you didn't see that you did want to see? Uh, now no. let me tell you, from episode 44, when we did our, this is what mm. I want to see, you yeah. included Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick? <laughs> you got it. Chappaquiddick. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, and you didn't see that, and it did nope. not do well. No. Nope. I don't even know if it came out, technically. It did. It did. I saw it, and there were just so many, you know, free times to go see a movie, and there are other movies that were kind of higher yeah. once I saw that they were out. So I just yeah. didn't see it. My I parents it. saw it. They loved it. Oh, so they did? I, they did, yeah. Do they see things differently now with Mr. Uh, Kennedy? I don't think so. Okay. So, no. <laughs> he did it at the end. That's what my mom said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unsane was the other one. That was with Claire Foy, who's the queen in The Crown. Yeah. And I I didn't hear anybody go see that. No, no. Sometimes when you, you know, kind of go off the beaten track, like I tend to do, you hit some misses there. Uh, And and I didn't even see it, so I don't know if it was good or not. Mm -hmm. Preview was good, but it wasn't that great. And I didn't care enough to go see it, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and the the ones that the one that we both wanted to see is Christopher Robin. So hopefully we'll do that. One that we also both saw was Crazy Rich Asians, and it just came out. Now you had a cool experience with Crazy Rich Asians that I want people to I hear did, about I when you yeah. went to the actual so, movie, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm there with a bunch of friends, and my friend, his name is Stan. He got a group of people together to see it here in Houston, and he's Asian. He's from Singapore, actually. And so we're all there watching, and I knew that he had done the similar thing in Dallas the night before. He lives in Dallas. So I thought it was a little weird that he came to Houston just to get a group together to watch Crazy Rich Asians, but he's Asian. And so I was like, and it's kind of in his character to do that. Mm-hmm. Then as the you know the credits come up at the end, it's, you know, executive producer Kevin Kwan and the friend of mine that was sitting next to me he goes, oh, yay for the Kwan family, because Stan's last name is Kwan. You see where this is going. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, Kwan. I bet he knows him. He's, he's Asian, you know. We're all hanging out in the lobby talking about it, and someone says something. I went, wait a minute. Stan's connected to this movie? And they're like, yeah, his brother wrote the movie. <laughs> He's been on this like tour of like getting people to go see it. He, the night before, he had dinner with the actress who plays Astrid oh. and other people. And I was like, "What? <laughs> Who's single, by the way?" <laughs> go Stan. <laughs> well, he's not single, so I was like, "Oh Dude. darn, go Todd." <laughs> <laughs> You've got an in now. <laughs> so, yeah, and you know this. This is I don't I don't get on social media very much. Uh, if at all. And that's where all of this activity with him and his oh promoting his brother's movie was. And I didn't see any of it. So I was completely in the dark. And they were like, why did you come out to see the movie? I'm like, because I'm friends with Stan. Like, that's I wanted to see him. But I don't see him very often. So. Did you, do you have you met Kevin? Do you know him? I do not know Kevin. No. So Kevin wrote the screenplay and the book. He wrote all three of the books because there's three. Right, right. There, uh, and, and, he all, and he he did. He was very involved in the um, production and very screenplay. Cool. 
Well, I heard I heard everybody in the movie just loved being in the movie, and I thought it was pretty good. I had read um, probably half of the book before I saw it because I got an advanced screening about two months ago, and okay. my goal was to read the book, but I was in the middle of the book, and I thought, well, I'm not going to pass up the advanced screening. So I went, and I thought it was great. And the and I, having been to Singapore before. I, it was interesting to, be, that's the only thing I heard whenever I was in Singapore is how rich everyone in Singapore is. And that no, was so interesting to, to yeah. see it from that perspective too. For example, the, a girl is going in on her bachelorette party and she yeah. just rents an island. I know. That was... And all, and all the things on it, just here, go in the boutique <laughs> and shop and here, go to the spa and just do. And then the boys are on like some battleship in the middle of the water and that's there it's just crazy but it yeah crazy in the name crazy rich asians but we both liked that and then the the one that you saw that i want to that i haven't yet is um won't you be my neighbor about mr rogers and everyone that i have heard who has watched it said it just makes you believe in humanity again yes yes that is a an excellent way to say it I was talking to someone last night and they're like, what, what's good about it? I didn't say it quite like that, but the way I said it was, it just really shows you how good of a person he was. And he really took it seriously that that's, you know, he, he just wanted to bring some joy to mm-hmm. children via TV and just so great. So great. I really enjoyed it. It was, there were a lot of touching scenes that I won't talk about because when you see them, they just kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. He was a remarkable individual. I, and I didn't know that he was as, politically minded and it it wasn't political in the way that we think of it today there were just issues going on same issues we have going on today and he would talk about them in a way that was appropriate for children which Mm. is a you know i love Uh, that that's one that i'm christopher robin um won't you be my neighbor or two for sure Mission Impossible is one that I want to as well. And then the fourth one that I'll go by myself because I know you're going to make fun of me is Skyscraper with The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he has a metal foot. How is he supposed to jump from the scaffolding to the building? Well, he does it. I know he does it. Even though Mission Impossible isn't in the name of his movie, he does it. (laughs) And you know, like, okay, here's the deal. Can I just kind of break it down a little bit more? Yes. Break Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise is, is actually a good actor. I don't think Dwayne oh. Johnson is a good actor. I need you to take that back right now. <laughs> he understands what he's doing. He, he gets what he's doing. That's why he's, he's better. I think he's better not as an action star. I think he's better as, you know, the Tooth Fairy and... Jumanji. Jumanji. Yes. That's that's where his sweet spot is. But he's such this big huge wrestler guy that everybody wants to put him in action movies and he's he's one of the highest paid people in the world right now too. Do what you do. You do you you, the rock, the people's eyebrow. If you had to give me your top three right now that you would want people to definitely see based on what we spoke about right now, what would you say? In order Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, Avengers Infinity War, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Definitely. And yeah. they should be, other than, well, Mission Impossible is still out right now, so people could actually go see it in the theater. Is it worth it in the theater? Yes. I think that's, of the three, 
well, you really kind of want to see Mission Impossible and Avengers in the theater if you can. Mm-hmm. Once you be my neighbor, you watch that on an airplane. You can yep. watch that on your laptop. That doesn't matter. Because uh, it's Mission- doc- documentary. Right. It's just total documentary. Okay. So, yeah. And if you're not into that thing, you won't like it. But it, I think you'll still like it. It's good. Awesome. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. A neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have all. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor.